What's good, everyone, and welcome back to my hometown of Chicago, Illinois. It's been a busy day here on this Saturday, January the 18th, 2020, in Chicago. I'm your host, Chris Rouse, and checking in here after a hell of a comeback by the Chicago Bulls, giving you this Chicago Bulls-Cleveland Cavaliers post-game recap. Remember, I did one earlier because I went to the uh, Wintrust Arena to see the DePaul Blue Demons take on the Butler Bulldogs, and DePaul won that game in impressive fashion, dominating the Butler Bulldogs. But for the Chicago Bulls themselves, not quite the same luck as far as how the game went for 48 minutes. But the Bulls ended up with the win, 118-116, trailed by as many as 19 points in the ball game, and led by what Coach Jim Boylan said in the post-game press conference, I just watched it here on TV, he said, a Herculean effort from Zach Levine, and that's exactly what it was. Zach Levine, 42 points, 27 of those in the second half, and 21 of those 27 in the 14th, in the, 14th, in the fourth quarter. See, I'm still excited from the game. He shot 19 of 31 from the floor, 2 of 6 for three-point land, and what an effort by the Bulls. Bulls easily, easily could have just laid down and let Cleveland have this one. Instead, the Bulls fight back. They get their record up to 16-28 and 28 before they take on the Milwaukee Bucks on Monday. Zach Levine really just putting on a show. You know what? I, I really just wish Zach Levine would just stop teasing all of us into the dunk contest already. I mean, he had the open floor reverse dunk today against the, uh, against the Cavaliers when the Bulls got a steal, and they just fed him out in the open floor, and then he just throws down one of those reverse, reverse slam dunks, similar to the one that Derrick Rose threw down. If you remember years ago in the Skills Challenge where he won the Skills Challenge at All-Star Weekend. And I remember about a month ago, I thought, man, unless Zach goes on a tear, I don't see him getting into the All-Star game. Zach has absolutely just gone on a tear as of late for the Bulls. Another 40-point performance for Zach Levine leading the Bulls. And, and it was a huge game. It was a huge win considering last night the Bulls lost at the hands of the Philadelphia 76ers 100-89 really sparked by the three-point shooting of Furkan Korkmaz. And it looked like Cleveland almost sort of borrowed some of that uh, same game plan that Philadelphia had used in the game last night. Cleveland absolutely shot the ball well, 51% from three-point land, 15 of 29 from beyond the arc. Kevin Love was lights out in the first half. It was really him and Luke Cornette in like the first six minutes of the ball game going back and forth. But Kevin Love had 29 points, six assists, five rebounds. Love Shot 10 of 20 from the field, 4 of 8 from three-point land. And if I, I got to be honest with you guys. Uh, Cleveland scored a 40-point second quarter. And honestly, I kind of I nodded off. Not, not because, you know, with a, not, not only because it was a blowout and, you know, not, not only because, like, oh, well, the Bulls are losing. I don't want to see this. No, it wasn't like that. You got to remember, I, I got up early to go do the DePaul game earlier. So I was kind of nodding off, and I just ate, and I was relaxing. So I missed, like, some of the, some of the bridge of the second quarter to the third quarter. Like, I actually missed Zach Levine's dunk in the open floor. I did wake back up with about four minutes left in the third. I, kept, I caught Larry Nance catching the alley-oop dunk. I caught the part where I think it was either Garland that went to the basket and Stacey King was talking about how what, what, how Cleveland spent time in Memphis last night just like the Bulls spent time in Philadelphia. So both teams – you know, have the you, their, their legs are sort of tired, but Cleveland has the fresher legs. So that was somewhere around the third quarter. Cleveland was up like 14 points. So I saw when Larry Nance caught the alley oop, and I was thinking, man, I might as well just go back to sleep. This is like this over. 
And then next thing you know, we get into the fourth quarter. The Bulls just going to tear. Cleveland entered the fourth quarter with a 102-87 lead. Bulls outscored them 16-2 to start the fourth. Had a 13-0 run with 6-12 to go in the ballgame. And they just really, really got some major contributions from Zach Levine, of course. But also, I thought the Bulls' most clutch player in the game tonight, without even putting a ball in the basket, was Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn made a huge, huge play with without even getting something that goes in the stat sheet. He drew an offensive foul on Kevin Love. It was about four. It was four fifty, fifty one. I want to say it was like four fifty left in the game, and it was he was trying to front Kevin Love, and Kevin Love was just getting frustrated. It was like Chris Dunn was just being a defensive irritant, just being a pest. Just kept kept pulling on him and tugging on him, and he kept fronting him so he couldn't get the entry pass. And eventually, Kevin Love got got hit for an offensive foul, and the Bulls turned that turnover into a basket, and they ended up going up one. They ended up taking the lead, and Zach Levine was just shooting lights out. And matter of fact, Chris Dunn had like a, a number of clutch plays beyond that offensive foul. He uh, he got the steal. He got the steal on one play, and then. He got the steal on an entry pass from, I believe it was Osman, tried to feed Kevin Love on the post again. He poked it away, and then he ended up running the floor with Zach, and Zach got a breakaway dunk. He did He did have one moment that was not his best moment in clutch time in the crunch time when he airballed that corner three. But luckily for the Bulls, the ball went out of play, but he atoned for it because on the following inbound, after the ball was knocked out of play, he hit Sadoransky for an assist, and the Bulls were able to get uh, extend their lead to, I believe it was 114-111 by that point. Just num- a number of clutch plays by Chris Dunn without even putting the ball in the basket. And that's why on when I first – my first episode as host back on New Year's Day, which would have been uh, episode 13, I said, you know what? If there was one guy, because the Bulls at the time were like number three in the league in steals, they were at the top of the league in steals, if there was one guy for the Bulls that I think could be the defensive player of the year – or at least, you know, be an outside defensive player of the year for them would be Chris Dunn because of what he does for them as their defensive anchor. And he proved that tonight, made some huge plays on defense, uh, helping the Bulls uh, get this big win against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Lowry Markinen had a he had a huge play as well on defense that almost pretty, really could have possibly cost the Bulls the game. And I thought the Bulls caused some breaks down the stretch because there was a play Kevin Love went baseline on Lowry and Lowry sort of pushed him in the back. Now, from one, it was one angle that sh- they showed on NBC Sports Chicago. It looked like Lowry pushed him in the back. But then it was one that was like, all right, it's just a brush, and he let him go. But it still was questionable. Bulls caught a break. It got overturned because Kevin Love ended up scoring off of the push. He dunked the ball. And the officials were going to give him an and one. But they, but they after they, Jim Boylan called for the challenge, they looked at it. They said, nope, it's just going to be a dunk, no foul on Lowry. Marking Bulls really um, – Caught a big break there. Out of that play, Zach Levine got an and one. He went to the basket, laid it up and in, and got fouled, put the Bulls up four. After that, Jetty Osman knocked the three down for Cleveland to make it 117-116. And then I had that feeling of, ah, oh, here we go again, because after that three from Osman, Luke Cornett was trying to feed Zach Levine. He threw it right through his hands, and the ball went out of play. I was thinking, oh, man, Bulls going to let this – they're going to give this valiant effort and let it slip. But one more one more break went the Bulls' way. Kevin Love was going one-on-one against Chandler Hutchison. 
and really just shot a line drive, a line drive right off the basket, which was shocking considering considering how composed Kevin Love had been throughout the ball game with his shooting from three point land and how well he had been playing the entire game. And he just he just really just line drive the shot where he had a favorable matchup. He took Kevin Kevin Love took Hutchison from about the left elbow down to the right block. And really could have just laid it up because the Bulls were very late rotating. It was I think it was Lowry who, Lowry who came over late with the help defense. But Kevin Love maybe just too excited trying to make sure he beat the clock. Forced it right off the glass. Bulls ended up with the rebound. Uh, Chris Dunn split a pair of free throws and the Bulls went on to win it 118-116. Just a big win for the Bulls and one that will really help Zach Levine in, the, uh, in his uh, quest to make it to the all-star game in Chicago earlier in the week on, on the uh, normal Windy city Hoops podcast. I said, I thought the all-star selections were announced on January 30th. The starters are announced January 23rd. The reserves are announced January 30th. So there's a chance that Zach Levine, we could hear that name call come January 30th with the way he's been playing this season. Just an amazing performance for him putting the pretty much put the team on his back to help them win the game, to overcome just, a great game from Kevin Love. Also, can't deny uh, Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton had 26.7 rebounds as well. And Cleveland really took advantage of the Bulls' inability to switch on shooters. I mean, you would think the Bulls would have picked up on that, especially after having gone up against Philly last night and Furkan Korkmaz just shooting the lights out against them. But the Cavs really did a great job moving the ball around, stretching the Bulls out on the uh, defensive end of the floor, spreading the floor and allowing themselves to get a lot of wide-open shots. There, Kevin Love's three-pointers in the first half, I don't think there was a defender within about three to five three to five feet of him on most of those three-pointers he was taking in the first half. And Bulls really just adjusted defensively, ended up forcing uh, 26 turnovers in the ball game, got active on defense. I know I said that in the DePaul-Butler recap. Bulls really just got active, got their hands in the passing lane. And uh, on the offensive end, Zach Levine, 42 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 19 of 31 from the floor. Carried his team to victory. Uh, a game for that for Lowry Markkinen that I think is a positive. I mean, he, he shot 7 of 14, so he shot 50%. He got seven, 17 points in the ballgame. And I really, running the floor well, has uh, Lowry, Lowry Markkinen been run, running the floor well. I thought he did that last night in the Philadelphia game. I, I was going to do a post-game recap on that. Before the migraine struck me last night, before I got hit with them, you know, but the migraine started to overcome me last night, and I was gonna mention how Lowry was running. The, Lowry was really running the floor well, getting to the basket, and he did that tonight. Had a, a sort of a clutch basket for the Bulls when uh the, they got a run out, and then Tomas Sadaransky hit him, and Lowry laid it up and in. And I want to say that was the basket that made it 110-109 for the Bulls in the fourth quarter tonight. But a good second half from Lowry marketing. Zach Levine put the team on his back. And just a great job adjusting by the Chicago Bulls, and they end up pulling off a win tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers to get their 16th win of the year, 16 to 28. Cleveland now falls to 12 and 31. Coming up next for the Bulls, they'll be playing on MLK Day. It'll be an afternoon game against the Milwaukee Bucks. That'll be their fourth and final matchup against Milwaukee. They'll look to avoid the regular season sweep against Milwaukee. And then on Wednesday, they'll play the Minnesota Timberwolves, who now have Carl Anthony Towns back in the lineup. So could be a much different matchup than they anticipated about a week ago before Carl Anthony Towns came back in uh, last night's ballgame 
for the Minnesota Timberwolves when they took on the um, Indiana Pacers. Two-point loss for Minnesota in that one. But uh, I do plan on covering that Bulls-Bucks game here on the Windy City Hoops podcast with another post-game recap. I mean, obviously, I'll be off on Monday, so I'll have a chance to watch that one in full. So I plan on doing a post-game recap. Be on the lookout for it. If you don't see it, I'll probably cover it on Wednesday when I do the or, – or actually, I'm planning on doing the podcast probably either Thursday night or Friday since the All-Star starters will be announced this week. So I plan on probably pushing the normal Windy City Hoops podcast back a little bit. Or maybe I'll do like a special where I just talk about the All-Star starters. I'll figure it out. But make sure you watch the uh, Windy City Hoops podcast feed wherever you listen to this show, either on Stitcher, Apple Apple Podcasts, uh, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KingRouse21, Facebook.com forward slash ChrisRouse if you want to talk some basketball with me. Maybe give me some things to talk about on upcoming episodes or maybe some ideas to talk about on upcoming game recaps, but just a big day here in Chicago. Um, DePaul beating Butler. The Bulls beat the Cavaliers. Unfortunately, there were some losses. Uh, the Windy City Bulls lost to the Erie Bayhawks. I have not had a chance to watch that yet, so I won't talk about that right now. I will probably, well, not no, probably. I will talk about that on the podcast this week, talk about their two losses on the road against the Lakeland Magic and the Erie Bayhawks. The Bulls will be in action. Windy City will be back in action again Next Thursday, they're going to be taking on the College Park Skyhawks, if I'm not mistaken. Not going to be at home until the 25th when they play the uh, Grand Rapids Drive. Me, it'll be myself and Jonathan Hood and Ryan Fahey. We'll be on the call for that one on SportstownChicago.com. And, of course, the G League site one is low and slow for me right now. Trying to try to confirm, like, who is that game against before they come back home? It is against the – oh, excuse me, it's against the Capital City Go-Go. I'm sorry. They play the Capital City Go-Go on, the third, on Thursday the 23rd, and then they play the Grand Rapids Drive on the 25th, which I'll be doing that game live. That game against Capital City would be a big one for Windy City because they played in December, and it was former, former Chicago and Windy City Bull Jaron Grant hitting a game winner. For the um, for the Capital City go go to defeat the Bulls with like one second left, it was it was a two point win for Capital City in that ball game. But I'll cover the I'll cover Windy City's most two most recent matchups this week during the podcast. I plan on covering the Bulls sort of as a whole throughout the week as well. But I plan on doing post game recaps for Milwaukee for the I plan on doing a post game recap for the Milwaukee game and maybe one for Minnesota. So just be on the lookout for the Windy City Hoops podcast this week moving forward. Plenty plenty of content for me to cover. And also, I'm also debating maybe going to do the next DePaul game against Creighton since DePaul got a win, a conference win today and Creighton was ranked coming into this week. So we'll see how that plays out. But for now, this has been – but for now, the audio, man. Audio just trying to get started early today. I don't know what's up with it. But for now – this has been the Chicago Bulls Cleveland Cavaliers post game recap. And I'll see you. Well, I'll be back with another episode throughout the week. So uh, be on the lookout for the Windy City Hoops podcast. And you guys have a good one.